Isn't it weird? Oh, definitely. But what are you talking about? Like every fan base has their thing. Like what? Like I saw a bunch of Dallas Stars fans being like, oh, of course the Leafs won here because that's the sixth straight game that the Leafs have won there. <laughs> I know. But we were saying, of course Mason Marchman scored. Exactly. And we're both right. Let's go. Good. We all feel Stop! good. Stop. Never gets rusty into my kitchen. Producer Drew, can you fix all this? <laughs> and when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can crumple, crumple, yeet. Saw that going differently. With you wherever you are, welcome to LFR. a nice one. Leafs win! Four to one! Over the Dallas Stars! Oh man! Yeah, we're entering that weird time of year. It's weird. Because it's the beginning of the season, but it's settling into mid-season. Like, how many chunks are there to the season? There's the first mm, five, ten games, and those are garbage. The chemistry is off. The passing is off. The system's catastrophic. Everything is off. Unless you're a grand total of three teams out of 32. Then there's like, what? A, a solid 20, 30 games that follow that and lead us into like the dog days of winter. I'm talking January. Then there's a weird like month, month and a bit where everyone's just like, am I getting traded? I have no idea. And the hockey is still very discombobulated. Followed by the stretch run into the playoffs and everyone dialing in. The final five games where the contenders are hot garbage, not even trying, and everyone else is fighting for their lives. And then of course, the playoffs. Right now we're settling into Everyone is sort of learning their systems. Everyone is sort of learning their teammates. Everyone is actually starting to play defense. And this is very important. The teams that expect to be there are not out there breaking their necks. Cause dude, I'm sitting there during the first period. I'm like, this game sucks. <laughs> like the team I cheer for wasn't losing. I dug that part, but the quality, like, come on. It was just two teams that expect to be playing April games understanding that they were playing October games. Now, after the first period, it ended up being a pretty good game, I thought, and we'll get into that. But in the first period, only one team scored, and it was this one. A little bit of four-on-four -four action out there, which I always thought benefited the Leafs. And there might be something to that, but then I realized it's probably just one of those delusional things I tell myself as a fan. Like, if something happens that isn't objectively bad, like, you know, taking a penalty and going on the penalty kill, I'm like, this is good. This is good for my team, and we are going to win as a result. Based on what? Based on what? Four on four. They have four, you have four. It's even. What are you talking about? William Nylander, have you heard of him? He's having a rather good start. He has the puck four on four, and everyone is laser focused on him. And there's Morgan Riley. Be vowy, vowy, quiet. Just sneaking right by everybody. Like, like that dude who's in a line of traffic getting onto the DVP, and then he gets out of that line to go into the lane that is supposed to be the on-ramp, but you weren't in that lane. You were, it's one thing if you're in that lane, but you weren't in that lane! You know exactly who I'm talking, you know exactly who I'm talking, is that you? Is that you? We've all been that person. Is that you? I gotta start taking the train. Anyway, Morgan Riley with his second goal in two games in the Leafs lead, one nothing after one. Second period, this is where I got an appreciation for the Dallas Stars. And you can see why people have them as like a sleeper, not even a sleeper Stanley Cup pick. Like this is a team that should be obviously in the playoffs. This is a team that should go at least two rounds deep, if not final four, if not appear in the Stanley Cup final, and then 
We'll see what happens after that. Because Jake McCabe went down with a lower body injury. At the time I'm shooting this video, we don't know exactly what it was or how long he's going to be out, if he's going to be out at all. He just sort of went into like a lunge position just awkwardly. Hopefully it's just something minor. Of course they're in Dallas. And I'm not disparaging Dallas, it's just that nothing is close to Dallas! Not in the NHL! Now they gotta travel to Nashville and whatever is starting to warm up and feel better on Jake McCabe has an opportunity to lock right up. Of course, I'm sure the Leafs have a better training staff than I do and my training staff is just a foam roller and a lacrosse ball. And right now, everyone watching this video is divided into two groups. The people who are like, lacrosse ball and the people who get it. If you don't get it, it's coming. Someone who doesn't need a lacrosse ball apparently, Joseph Wool. I saw someone say, hey, reenact that save that he made. How? How? I need, I would need surgery, legitimate surgery. This is the best I can do. This hurts so much. Oh, ah! how do these guys, they like teabag the ice. How do you do, oh, they're pro athletes, I forgot. On the note of Joseph Wall, any of you sleep with a weighted blanket? That's him, that's exactly him. Because he's this young goalie and he's a bit of an unknown quantity, like, He's played fewer than 20 games in the NHL or fewer than 20 starts, whatever it is. But for me personally, we've already reached the point that when he makes a ridiculous save like that, I'm not surprised in the least. I just expect it. He's ridiculous. And he only has to do that two or three times a game. I mean, well, maybe not that quality of a save, but he comes up with a big save two or three times a game. If you're doing it more than that, it's a problem. It could be the team that you're playing is really, really good. It could be the defense in front of you is really, really bad. Or it could be you're always out of position. Those goalies are fun. There's a reason you don't see many goalies flopping around there like Tim Thomas. Just because he won a Vesna like that doesn't mean you can win a Vesna like that. It's early on, but Joseph Wall is shaping up to be like the ideal goaltender for modern hockey. I'm not saying he's the best in the league, relax, we don't know, we have no idea, but he is calm, poised, always in position. I wanna say cookie cutter, but like it, it sounds like an insult, I mean it as a compliment. And when you need him to make the non-cookie cutter saves, he can do that too. The reaction, the athleticism is there. What else do you want? He's, he's got good form, he's got good poise, and he's got good athleticism. And a great attitude. He is a, he's a delightful young man. All that being said, he did get scored on. Once. And I was sad. And it was Mason Marchman, so I was more sad! Matthew Nyes gets caught out there on a really long shift and does not get it out far enough. The Dallas Stars take advantage of the... Eh, I don't, I don't know about poor line change, but yeah, it was a bad line change. Three on two, Mason Marchman finishes it off for his first of the year. That is a Leaf double whammy. That is a first against the Leafs, because of course. And that is a former Leaf scoring against the Leafs, because of course. 1-1. One, one. Now, all the while, the, the Leafs are kind of starting to get caved in. It was the Leafs' most offensive period of the game with 10 shots on goal. The Dallas Stars went from 5 shots in the first period to 16! I really thought the Leafs did a good job holding the 4 and they looked okay even though they're only rolling 5-D. But the Stars, methodical, grinding away, chipping away, waves against the shore patient with it, not trying to force anything, just banging, crashing, and doing all the right things. They're playing like playoff warm-up hockey in October. Everyone should be scared of the Dallas Stars. Which is why it was so nice to see that crumble and crack a little bit so that Austin Matthews could get the puck to Mitch Marner. I think both players were surprised. Look at this! Everyone involved in this screenshot 
is surprised. And you think the Dallas Stars are a little bit intimidated by Matthews? Look at the attention this guy absorbs. I will always shout from the rooftop, Mitch, shoot the puck, because it makes Matthews a more dangerous player. But also, you have the best goal scorer on the face of the planet as your center. Shoot! Like, guys are going to worry about him. Shoot, you got a good shot too. Shoot. These guys could combine for like a hundred goals. Like, no hyperbole. I'm not talking about their line. It, it doesn't matter who their line mate is. These two could combine for a hundred goals. Matthews could get 60, Marner could get 40, and right now you're saying to yourself, 60 and 40, Steve, that's ridiculous. Well, it's unlikely, but like 90's not out of the question at all. Now you're talking about 55-35, and any of us could see either of them doing that because they've already done it. So after a period that, let's be honest, Dallas outplayed the Leafs, the Leafs go into it, having lost the lead, and regained it back. And it felt good for Mitch, you could tell with the reaction. Third period, this is stupid. This is so dumb. I love rookies, like talented rookies, because rookies make rookie mistakes, even the best ones. But born from those mistakes are crazy moments. Like, dude, if you're not watching major junior hockey and it's in your town, like you're missing out. You're re you really are. Because we're talking elite talent. These are the best junior players in the country, but also they're junior players. It's where elite talent meets making it up on the fly. Same goes for university. They're pretty similar. Austin Matthews gets the puck and he's not in the greatest position, so he gets rid of it to Matthew Nyes, who should be where Matthews is passing the puck to. But he's not! He's skating away from it. So instead of like doing the safe play, instead of doing the whoops and like curling back on the back check, it's okay, we'll figure it out after. Matthew Nice does this! Just No one taught him this. This wasn't in hockey school. He didn't, what was it? Minnesota Duluth is the one with all the names. They didn't teach him to do that there. That's just where elite talent meets making it up on the fly. He keeps it in. No one on the ice can believe it. Morgan Riley comes up with it, fires it on, and Tyler Bertuzzi gets his second of the season, 3-1 Leafs. But screw the Bertuzzi goal, screw Morgan Riley putting it on. How about him? He's having a good couple games. That's the best secondary assist of the season so far, right? It's a bit of a niche category. I don't know if they have a trophy for it, but wow! Leafs do a good job shutting her down the rest of the way, as dirty as they knew how. They iced the puck, it had to be six, seven times, but they only have five D. Tavares extends his goal streak, extends his point streak, and the Leafs extend their win streak. Questions. This isn't a question, it's just my favorite meme. It's acting a foolman. Ooh, big stretch, watching Joseph Wool and talking to my cat. Good job, it's, that's good internet. From Ron, I know it's early for questions, but how do you not make Wool the starter? Oh, it's easy. If uh, the coaching staff decided to be wrong. <laughs> like, that's the starter, man. Joseph is the starter. Like, we're done. That doesn't mean Sammy never plays again. I believe he's actually playing Saturday against Nashville. This should be a tandem to start anyway. Especially, like, this early in the season, you don't need to have a guy playing 60 games anymore. Most teams don't do that in the NHL. Andre Vasilevsky did that, and he did that, and he did that, and he was able to do it, but very few other guys were able to do it, and now look at Vasilevsky. He's out. Like, at some point, you pay a price for it. Most guys pay that price before Vasilevsky did. I thought they were going to start the season with the tandem. They started with Sammy being the clear starter. 
that's over for the time being and it ought to be not because sammy's been bad although he has been but roll has been so so good i love this can't wait for tomorrow's sdp that's a solid meme that is also good internet this is a lot of good internet the leafs gave up a goal to a former leaf and won what world are we living in asked producer nick it's a new world producer nick it's a new world only a few months ago the leafs won a playoff series it's a new time! It's a new age! Isn't, it's a new dawn, it's, what, what are the Michael Bublé lyrics? If McCabe is out for a few weeks, who replaces him? Yeah, isn't that the great question? Yeah, I mean, even a few games. Uh, the Leafs were carrying Simone Benoit as an extra. I don't know if that's because he's next up in line in terms of defensemen, or just something to do with his cap hit, it was the right number. I think it's either going to be William Lagason, who's got NHL experience, or Simone Benoit, who obviously has a ton of NHL experience, played uh, last year, basically the full season with the Ducks. Um, I'm going to go with, I think, honestly, Benoit. I know a lot of you aren't going to like that answer, but McCabe, big, rugged defenseman, lays a lot of hits. Simone Benoit, big, rugged defenseman. Lays a lot of hits. Nice guy. How did you feel about Klingberg's game tonight? You know what? Really good. I, I need to shout out two defensemen. Two right-handed Swedish defensemen. Timothy Liljegren, whose game I was pretty vocal about hating through the first four games. He's put together three solid games uh, after that. He's been pretty good. John Klingberg. <laughs> he'll give you a couple moments a game where you're like, John, what are you, what? What are you doing? What galaxy brain nonsense are you doing? But the rest of the way through this game, that dude had the puck a lot. And he usually made the right decision with it. He didn't always make the right decision with it. But in a situation where he had to change partners often, in a situation where he probably played more than he would have wanted to, basically every Leafs defenseman had to do that tonight, I thought he was a really good uh, kind of quarterback back there. So that is it for this one thank you very much for watching click like if you like this video click subscribe if you really like to tell your friends brand new steve dangles podcast tomorrow and oh oh everyone's favorite east coaster ken reed is gonna be on oh my gosh he can spin a yarn man he can spin a yarn